I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 427 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, November 29th, 2020. We are a little ways removed from Turkey Day, so uh, I'm happy to say I'm Chris. I am not in a turkey coma. Let me check in with my other co-host, though, uh, Bachman. How's that turkey coma going? I am not in a turkey coma, but I have leftovers in my fridge. Yeah, boy. Very nice. And we'll check in with our final uh, member of the cast here. One Mr. Willie D. Nelson. How goes that turkey coma, friend? I don't really do turkey. So did you, what did you do for Thanksgiving, then? Ham. There's nothing wrong with that. I like Mashed good ham. Mashed potatoes. Do you have green cranberry beans? Cranberry sauce. Stuffing. Was it homemade cranberry sauce, or was it like the jellied cranberry sauce? Canned. Nothing wrong with that. Shaped like a can. Oh, yeah. It jiggles like jello. From Mm -hmm. the can to the man. (laughs) You sound really excited (laughs) about Thanksgiving, Willie. Yeah, it does. All my excitement got ruined this morning. Willie, why did your excitement get ruined? Please clue everyone in who's watching live or listening later. Because Skype's a little bitch. More details, please. Fine. (laughs) Microphone didn't work. Works now. After too long. Me angry. This is Caveman Willie. Is this a new character? Fuck off. No, this is Angry <laughs> Willie. Gamma irradiated Willie. He starts Hulk talking. Let's already start this shit early in the morning. It's a Coke. I was like, is he cracking a beer open live in the air? At 11 o'clock in the morning. And that would have been funny. Coke. <laughs> just like oh, i've had enough of this like, fuck i'm this. taking the dp early in the morning the doctor oh. pepper? i said uh-huh. what i said or is it cheer wine i said dp mm. <laughs> i see it is it dr pepper now uh-huh willie i'm proud to say or happy to say i haven't had a chance to try it yet but uh one of the local barbecue joints in town has cheer wine the dude literally goes down to north carolina or has family in north carolina that comes up every couple months and just brings him a bunch of cheer wines that he can sell in his restaurant Jesus Christ, how much do they buy and bring up? I don't know exactly, but he was talking about it on his uh, restaurant's Facebook page. And I was like, how'd you get cheer wine? He goes, oh, I, I bring it up from the Carolinas anytime I'm down there. I was like, damn. Are you saying you had never tried cheer wine before? I thought you had. I have tried it, but now I have oh. now I, I have was a source. I have tried it. Yeah. It's delicious. I can occasionally find it at some of the gas stations around me, but it's it's rare. Whereas now I know that uh, I think it's Uncle Mike's Barbecue is where I can go and find cheer wine all the time. Yeah, we don't uh, have we it have, out west. We have a place called uh, uh, Joe's Barbecue. Mm, Joe's Barbecue in Archdale. <laughs> I just want is, barbecue right now, I'll be honest. Yeah, that actually does sound kind of good. Some pulled pork or some brisket. Mm. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I basically just had a big-ass bowl of mashed potatoes leftovers for dinner last night. I mean, but I guess the thing is, if we're on this barbecue talk, is what kind of sauce do you prefer? Will, you're in the South, so you probably get more of the vinegary sauce, I'm guessing. Mm, that's my that's my favorite. That's what I figured. The vinegar-based. Yes, I like the tomato-based vinegar. ones. Mm-hmm. I like vinegar. I love vinegar. It's so goddamn delicious. No, no, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's a regional thing. Whereas in the yep. Carolinas especially, you find a lot more of the vinegar-based. 
barbecue sauces, which has a very different flavor than the traditional tomato based ones and things like that. It's got a little has bit of a, a bite to it. The bite. Yep. That's yeah. like a barbecue bite. That well, puts a smile. When on I lived face. in Alabama, <laughs> there was a really good barbecue joint and all, everything was vinegar based and it was really good. And now that I'm in West Virginia, it's kind of a toss up. You find both here, but the vinegar based ones in a lot of places aren't that good because I don't think they know what they're doing. Now, some places have great vinegar based sauce. It's just a crapshoot, man. But I really want barbecue, and I'm probably going to go on the DoorDash app after this for lunch and order me some barbecue now. I have pulled pork sandwich is sounding pretty good right, right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Some fried pickles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, man. Mm. Yeah, we at least have a Famous Dave's out here. We got those in Boise. I don't even know what a Famous Dave's is. It's a barbecue chain. Okay. They make the really good mac and cheese. It's got uh, corn and little bits of uh, dice-up jalapeno in it. Their mac but- and cheese is fucking... Is it based off of super sharp cheddar cheese? Because if it is, I'm totally on board. I don't know. I know it's cheesy as a motherfucker, though. It's it's one of my favorite mac and cheese I've ever had. Super sharp, super sharp, excuse me, cheddar cheese. That's where it's at when it comes to uh, mac and cheese, my friends. Yeah, I don't know if it's super sharp, but it's damn tasty. What's wrong with American cheese in it? American American cheese cheese is the worst cheese. Goddamn right it is. American cheese is for cheap sandwiches. That's American cheese, you do it in a grilled cheese or on a cheeseburger, and it's okay. Uh, no, you still use fucking cheddar and I grilled cheese. I prefer cheddar on just about everything, I'll be honest. Yeah, but you can grill it. He's right, you can yeah. grill it. But Yeah, but there's much better options. Oh, I don't dispute that. What would be the McDonald's of barbecue, Liberty Dude asks? I don't know. I don't think there is one yet. There's not really what? one chain that's gone nationwide yet. What? The so McDonald's we're talking barbecue. Like a chain oh. that would be anywhere that you go pretty much. In the uh, yeah. Cookout. At least over where I am. Cookout yeah, see, is the, the best. There's not yeah, really yeah. an analogous. But it yeah. is the like fucking fast food barbecue. That is the place to go around here. That There's a bunch of them around here. And it's there's, delicious. there's a couple of them. But yeah, I think they're I think they're all regional. I don't think there's really been a barbecue place that's broken nationwide yet. You come down here. You go to a cookout and you find out how delicious it is. Then there's always two double drive-throughs, and it's always weird to go through the other one because it's always wraps around the building or does something weird. But it's still all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Think. Some of those barbecue chains better get on it because yeah, one of them's going to win that race to eventually be the nationwide, the first one to go nationwide. We had a Dickie's barbecue, which was kind of a large chain in this area, but they all went out of business here, and it was pretty good barbecue. But my drinking cup, yeah, Dickie's. Then we had a Dickies here. Our Dickies turned into Bob's Big Shot Wings, which then went out of business because of the Corona, which is now a Peruvian chicken place about to open. I'm not sure what Peruvian chicken is, but I want to go check it out because it sounds like it'd be hmm. good. And we got two Jamaican places that opened in town, too. And, of course, they had to go with a Big Cock Jamaican or something like that for the name of one of them. It was like, of course, with a big rooster as their logo. Nice. Big old cat. I haven't tried it yet, but it's close to my house, so I may actually... uh. Get some big cock Jamaican. <laughs> I know what I said there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Chris is going out for big Jamaican cock. Uh, man, that I'm boy hungry. Right. That boy hungry. I'm really hungry now, guys. This is a bad idea talking about food to start the show. <laughs> oh, and the Liberty Dudes reminded me of fucking rallies, man. I had ra- I ain't had rallies since I left Illinois. I fucking loved rallies when I was in there. I've never the, had when I was there for the Navy. It's yeah, it's like a it's like a better version of Jack in the Box. Okay. That's the way I think because they have like the mixed menu that's got like tacos and burgers. But like I remember specifically when I was in the Navy in the Great Lakes area was when um, McDonald's was taking heavy heat for Super Size Me. 
And so they decided to get rid of the supersized cups, get rid of the supersized drinks and fries. And Rallies was like, fuck you, we're going to double down. And they went out and bought a new bucket that they could either put a lid on or not. And it was basically a small popcorn bucket. And if you ordered a supersized fry or a supersized drink, you got it in that bucket. So it was like a one liter jug of Dr. Pepper that they would hand you through the window or like, you know, a bucket this big filled with curly fries or regular Chris, fries. God, oh, you want the joke? Or can I take it? Go for it. Can I get a liter cola? <laughs> Basically. Go. I was expecting yeah, a diabetes. It was, it was in complete response to McDonald's being like, oh, we're getting rid of our supersizer rallies. Like, fuck you. We're going to double down and make ours larger. Uh, uh, excuse me. Can I get a liter cola? In diet, I'm trying to watch my figure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, "Can I get a bucket of fries and diabetes, please?" With, um, my, with my barbecue bacon burger. I mean, it doesn't really cost them <laughs> much of anything besides pennies to to make it that much bigger. Yeah, cost yeah, I mean, pennies. Yeah, I got I got the giant size fry just once, just to get it. And yeah, like I eat curly fries for like an hour. It's like, holy fuck, how are there still fries left? <laughs> right. They were good. It was a big ass bucket of fries. Nothing wrong with that. Curly fries. Bucket of fries, a bucket yeah. of drink, get a bucket of burger. That was the only thing they didn't have. They didn't have the bucket of burger. They didn't figure out how to supersize that. But yeah, it was just funny because yeah, I was totally in response to the public shaming that McDonald's took, and they got rid of their supersize and rallies. It's like fuck you, double down, make them bigger. Uh, you know who else has a great bucket of fries? Who? Chris should know. Sheets. They have. They have sheets. Yeah, sheets. Yeah, yeah. Ah. yeah, they're the three sizes. Was a bag, cup, and then bucket. That yep. bucket, ooh, that's a whole meal of itself. But have God you seen damn. that Sheets has curly fries now? Oh yeah, but I prefer the original fries. I was pleasantly surprised with how good their curly fries were. They're not oh, quite yeah. Arby's good, but they're pretty good. I mean, the Sheets is just good. I don't know. I, I would have never thought of it. It's a gas station. Why do they have good food? But they make it all right there before you or like after you order it. They make it nice, made to. Order. M-T-O. Right. It used to be, and they just closed it, that the only sheets that had no gas station associated with it was in our state. It was actually in a new building that WVU had built for the students. So it was literally just sheets, food, and convenience store. There was no gas station in it. And they built it in one of the dormitories. You would think it would have been somewhere in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Isn't that where they started? Yeah, I think so. But here's the other thing to consider, especially with where I live, which is Morgantown, West Virginia. When I came to school here, there were like three sheets in town. They have now built a sheets off every exit or entrance to the interstate going in and out of town. So there's probably literally like eight sheets in town now at this point in time. It's insane. In fact, one sheets is literally just across the bridge from another on opposite sides of the road because they found out <laughs> that they wanted to build a get go where the uh, Long John Silver's burnt down and sheets said, I don't think so. Bid more money on the lot and put another freaking sheets in just across the bridge. Get go, better get gone. That's right. Get go, got get gone on this one. Um, I used to deliver auto parts to a sheets like warehouse. Oh, we lost and Willie. And paused Willie. We lost <laughs> Willie. He used to deliver to a sheets warehouse is all we really know about this right now. The moment the, moment the barbecue talk stopped and he started talking about work, his computer's like, no, we're done. Not having it. It's had enough Not today. talking about work. Uh, Liberty Dew say, yeah, Arby's would be smart to come up with a really good barbecue menu. Arby's might be the closest we have to a nationwide barbecue place because they do have barbecue and meats on their menu, but yeah, but they're not really know. known for their barbecue. No, I'm just saying it's probably the closest that we have. Am I back yet? You are back. The sound. problem we have there is the way are. that Skype yeah. works here is it doesn't refresh your video when this happens, <laughs> which is annoying. 
that. But it's a good picture. So he's thinking. I know. I, it's uh, fucking gorgeous. He's very modest too about his hand belief. checks. Hand checks. It's the <laughs> Willie just farted picture. Oh right, we don't need that, that fucking joke. So I used to deliver to a sheets warehouse, automotive parts, <laughs> and in a, they had a sheets kitchen, which was on the side of the little corner of the building. And I was wondering, can anyone just go in there and order some sheets food? I know it's at the warehouse. Maybe I don't know. It's so weird, but can I? I? I would assume that if it's open for people to order from, then yeah, you could probably order from it. I don't think it was because I think it was just for like the people working at the warehouse. I'm not sure though. Maybe it's to where they just test the stuff. I couldn't tell you. Never went in there. I had to go through a security gate to even get to the place I was going to for that thing. Oh, you were at not the, the fancy front part. place then. Not the front part, just for the back end where the trucks come in and out. They had that uh, fenced off. I had to press a button and then uh, I had to wait for someone to uh, say, hey, what are you here for? I had to tell them. And then the worst part is when I would try to be leaving, press the button, sometimes... No one was there at the button. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there waiting. They had a little beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, while I'm sitting there waiting. And, of course, it's made for, like, 18-wheelers, so the button's all the way up there. I'm a little tiny fucking Ford Focus. <laughs> yeah. So you're hanging yeah, so out the window fun. like, I got to reach this. What the hell, man? I mean, it wasn't that bad. Uh, so I, uh, Sometimes I look back in the back seat, and there was, like, a, uh, you know ice scraper or something, so I just use that to pr- reach out and press the button. Some pretty good information there. And I'm just sitting there. there, like, "Hey, I'm trying to leave your fucking place here. Can I get out? You called me here. Now I'm trying to go back. You called me, and I have nothing else I can do besides just wait for this button. I mean, you could have just driven through the gate. Said the hell with my car. I'm driving through this mofo. Well, that'd be the company's car. Then it's, mm. then it's not your problem, is what I'm hearing. Uh, then I'll have to take a drug <laughs> test. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, because a deer decided to run in front of me one time, and I had to take a drug test for that. Like, thank you, you fucking deer. I hope you're dead now. No, I mean, uh, like they just do one just standardly for any accident. I'm guessing. And I'm not saying that for just every deer. Fuck that one deer in particular because it was running beside my car. <laughs> we made eye contact as it's running back. I'm like, all right, maybe I should start braking just in case this dumbass. Oh no! Boom! Try to run across the front of the vehicle <laughs> while we're both in mo- movement. Like, are you serious? And I clipped it on the driver's side when it came from the passenger side. I hope that deer is dead. Well, I mean, how long I ago hope that was dead this? Dead is deer. How long ago was it? Because even if that didn't kill it, old age or a hunter might have gotten it by three, now. No, yeah, three yeah. years ago, four years ago, about. Yeah, Odds are, dead. Gimpy the deer is not alive anymore. Well, I mean, I hope it died then after the impact. <laughs> <laughs> it deserved it for fucking me over and for being a dumbass. You literally were running beside the car. You're like, yeah, I'll just run in front of this moving vehicle. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Ow. Fuck you. <laughs> and this wraps Willie's TED Talk on wildlife management in rural areas. And, and fuck, fuck deer. Skype. Fuck deer and Skype. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to make this be something pleasant, talking about everyone's Thanksgiving experience. And I appreciate it, Chris. That's what he Thank appreciates you, about you. Thank you, Willie. Don't say it that Chris he hasn't finished watching anything. Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's my news. I got news. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when inspiration strikes. It's almost like we should just roll. Especially when you can hear it. When you can I got hear such it happy news. I'm happy now. Well, since Willie's happy, no, he's got some news. No, no. Let's talk about more about fucking deer. <laughs> yep. No more deer. It was a sick deer. 
live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Welcome to the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we cut short Willie's deer rants and instead talk to you guys about some of the uh, latest nerdy news that's popped up here in the past week or so and share it live on the internet. And Willie, you were talking about how you had had inspiration strike. You had good news you wanted to share. So I might regret this, but why don't you kick us off with what your <laughs> news is this week, Willie? No, no, you're not going to regret this. I, 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 I might. Uh, it's possible. Let, let me just... uh. Why? Uh, let me just check to make sure I'm not stepping on anyone else's toes here. All right, clickers. I immediately regret this decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, doop, 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 doop. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna say that one. All right. So yeah. So good news. Letterkenny season nine has a date for release. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's what I'm so happy about. Oh, so happy. Uh, if you're in Canada. Uh, Mr. President, you should be. I hope you're watching this um, greatest uh, Canadian export that ever lived, uh, Letterkenny. Season nine is coming out Christmas Day on Crave TV. Uh, what, what what better Canadian product has left Canada than Michael Letterkenny? What greatest Canadian export ever is Michael J. Fox. Not if you ask Mojo Nixon. I don't know who the fuck Mojo Nixon is. Oh, you know who Mojo Nixon is. Have you ever seen the Super Mario Brothers movie? Oh yeah. Uh well then uh have you do you remember who played Toad? No, nobody does. He had the little harmonica around his neck. Then he got turned into a Goomba. Mm. And he still had the little harmonica. God, no. you guys don't remember this movie that well, do you? No, anyway, that's Mojo it's Nixon. Terrible. Yeah, I'll i agree with that. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were drunk every goddamn day on that set. It's awesome and terrible, but yeah, terrible. Um. Uh, and also a little short thing, uh, Bach, you want to check what mic you're using because you know, fuck Skype. But am I okay? That's better. That's better. That's better. It was just really low. Um, yeah. So if you're in Canada, Christmas Day, Letterkenny, Crave TV. So when does it come to us? In America, it comes Boxing Day, the next day on Hulu. That's greatness. Oh yeah, Mojo Nixon. He's also a singer. Uh, he had a song called um, uh, Everybody's Elvis. And uh, he says there's only one person who has no Elvis in him, and that's the anti-Elvis. Michael J. Fox has no Elvis in him. <laughs> that was a long way to go for that yeah. little bit there. So we, so here in America, we can celebrate Boxing Day. Yay. All right. With was... some letter, Kenny. Season 9 premiering. It. Oh, I can't wait to see what happens to Dirks. A uh, draftsman points out in the chat that Pamela Anderson uh, was one of the great Canadian exports of the 90s, really. Okay. But in all fairness, what you but, really like about her was imported into her by a uh, Californian doctor. So, <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, but I mean, come on, Letterkenny. How is that not the greatest uh, Canadian export? How much fun have you had watching Letterkenny Bachman? No, I've had fun, but I don't have know you if you've watched it beats. all of it. Uh, I think I still got a season to catch up on. I, I don't think I've watched. Don't know who Dirks is. Yeah, I don't think I watched that. I did. I did. I've been spending my time on Hulu. I got I got caught up on the Rick and Morty. So that's fair. Did you also did you see the? So I'm guessing you saw the penultimate episode uh, season, the one where they have the crack and egg, the um, public access show. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I saw the crack and egg. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. the best moment of McMurray just rushing in. Yeah, because he's average. Yeah, <laughs> I have a five point one five inch penis. I am average. <laughs> Why is this news you are sharing? 
He is. He's he's a lot of things, but uh, he's not average. Yeah, that's a fucking weird way to measure your dick, there, McMurray. Uh-huh. Uh huh. McMurray does everything wrong. Well, I mean, he heard it on Stearns. Mm. Chris, <laughs> you need to get on to this, man. Letter Kenny, you had fun watching it, didn't you? Need to continue that trend. I did, but I don't think we have Hulu currently. Mm. <sighs> you Ooh, are a real McMurray right now, Chris. It's a good time to have Hulu because they just did, or uh, the the person who's Hulu I'm using did a trial for HBO, so I've been watching a lot of Hulu. Well, I have HBO. <laughs> have you been, so have you been really watching? Um, oh, wait, you can't watch it from the Hulu app. Um, I was going to say, have you been watching Doom Patrol, but you have to have the actual HBO Max app mm, to watch it, yeah. even if you are subscribed. I'm subscribed through Hulu with HBO Max, but I also have access to HBO Max apps with that subscription. Which yeah, is no, weird, I've just got I the like HBO it. shows, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into that what I've been into, because yeah, I uh, I binged something over the last day and a half, and oh, it was worth it. It was fucking worth it. <laughs> you need to finish the last season of Letterkenny, because it is the, it's probably the best season, like, as a whole season, because still, season two, episode three is the best episode, but all, the whole last season that came out, uh, is great, and you're gonna, yeah, wait till you see Dirks. <laughs> Uh, I look forward to it. And the very last uh, scene. Oh, my God. It gives me goosebumps. I, ho- I hope they're going to show something of it in the next season. Hmm. All right. I look forward to it. Because, yeah, I need to get caught up on my letter, Kenny, again. I was caught up there for a moment, but yeah, I just fallen a little bit behind. Oh, it's so, so much good, good TV out there and so much bad TV. You have a character coming back, too, in the... Oh, wait, they came back in the last season, the season you already saw. That's right. And oh man, I've also gotten so much good music from um, Letterkenny, and I've recently found out that what the most of the music they use is all like indie Canadian bands. You have to appreciate that. Oh, that makes sticking, sense. Yeah, they're sticking I mean, to the roots, and I'm fucking. Yeah. I've got so many songs from them. Yeah, as hard as they push, as hard as they push Pupper's beer. Like you got to figure, yeah, they'd be using like indie Uh, Canadian music for their music. Pupper's beer was a made-up beer for the show, but uh, a distillery or not distillery, yeah, started making it. Yeah, started (laughs) actually making it. I think they stopped making it as of you know, I forget how long ago. Bastards. Yeah, but I think you still get some. I I don't know if somebody started making Gus and Brew. Mm. The uh, the whiskey. Yeah, the whiskey that they drink. I will also highly recommend. Let me look what song it is because I just put it on there. It's from the, uh, it's from the trailer, and uh, it's by someone named Apache A P A S H E, and it's called okay. Ubok Gotta Run. That's U E B O K Gotta Run, and mm. it's a good one. Ooh, if you like electronic music, go for it. Yeah. I'm not a particular fan of electronic music. It's not something I just go listen to, but I enjoy it if I like it. And this one I liked. Nice. And yeah, so many good songs from there. You got Gangster by the Tune Yards. Um, Un Musician Palme d'Entres by Harmonica or Harmonas. What was it? Uh? <laughs> yeah, I said it right. Yeah, a Harmonium. Un Musician Palme d'Entres. Yeah, that's my French. French Willie, huh? Pardon right. my French. Don't worry. We, we do. Uh, if you really are French, you're not going to pardon anyone. It's just off with their head mad that's a guillotine joke oh yeah and they're they're also having riots there now mm. someone tell them to eat cake again uh no apparently they said you can't film the police officers oh i think that's what well. i think that's the gist of what i read don't take me at 100 percent that that's i thought i was like well i was like i saw like the video footage of them writing and jesus 
yeah, America, you need to step your riot game up because the French really knew how to do it. God damn. Let's not well, step they, riot games up right now, please. Yeah. Well, and they've been doing it a little bit longer than us. Let's be fair. <laughs> and they've also been a country longer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've been rioting since before we were a country. So yeah, we're willing. They've got more practice. Thanks for sharing with us the letter Kenny knowledge that you have. All right. We All appreciate right, it. All right. We appreciate it. I'm going to share some knowledge with you now, okay? <laughs> I'm supposed to say I appreciate that about you. Kenny. I appreciate that about you, Willie, and I'm going to share like, some knowledge with you. Like, go for it. Share something with me. <laughs> so we have talked about on this show that uh, PlayStation 5s, Xbox Series Xs, next-gen consoles are pretty much in short supply. It's seemingly, it's harder to find the PS5s. If you look at some of the folks that were camping out for Black Friday, most GameStops and stuff had like 0 to 2 PlayStations and like one to four Xboxes, it seemed like. And people really wanted those. And on a side note, did you guys see there was a couple different f- pictures floating around on Reddit and Twitter? The folks that literally made a bed outside of GameStop. I think it was in New York, like Jesus. Thanksgiving Day, so that they could yep, hang out and picture. sleep and wait for uh, their PlayStations. Oh, I know. It's like it with all the problems in the world going on right now and in the middle of a pandemic, like if you really feel the need to sleep outside of a store to buy something, fuck you. Like just. So I don't, I don't understand all of these people that wanted to have like Black Friday and store sales and stuff like that right now. That that scares me. Yeah. Right also, fuck all well, those stores. I mean, yeah, every store that forced people to come in to get discounts on Black Friday in the middle of a pandemic. Fuck you. That's ridiculous. And also, why a whole bed? It looked like a whole queen size bed. It too. looked like one of those inflatable, uh, one of those oh, inflatable uh, mattresses or whatever. But yeah, oh, like a queen size inflatable mattress they just put on the ground. Yeah. Why not just bring a cot? Because that's not as comfortable. Because they wanted to make the news, probably. Dude looked uh, like he was passed out, too, in the few pictures that were floating around. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. mean, I, at least you're comfortable. Yeah, I want to sleep on an air mattress in the streets of New York City. That sounds great. <laughs> but it looked like yeah. it was more in the suburbs than any <laughs> Liberty dude in the chat. Uh, how many homeless people pissed on him? Willie is new to blow-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just go for the tried-true hand method. There you go. There you so go. why I bring that up is... It's been tough to find these consoles right now. And uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment President Jim Ryan told the press that uh, they're planning on getting some more inventory out. In fact, the official PlayStation Twitter account then said, We want to thank gamers everywhere for making the PS5 launch our biggest console launch ever. Demand for PS5 is unprecedented, so we wanted to confirm that more PS5 inventory will be coming to retailers before the end of the year. Please stay in touch with your local retailers. So why is this important? If you're still trying to make your kids Christmas or something like that, there's still chances of things showing up in store. I would say keep an eye on Best Buy's website because they're the ones that seem to have done the best when it comes to blocking all of the uh, all of the bots online. Because people were talking in the Xbox subreddit yesterday about the fact that when they tried to buy Xboxes that went on there live yesterday, they would release small batches of them. Once you put it in your cart, you would then have to confirm a code that was sent to your email that was associated with your Best Buy account. Put that code in to confirm that that's you, and then they would let you do checkout and said, yeah, I didn't have to fight the bots because it was a bunch of people that when they released in small batches would get things in their cart, get the code, check out, and purchase appropriately. So it seems like that's the best way to try and acquire one. It still doesn't help you out very much, Willie, because everything for the most part with Best Buy and Walmart has seemingly been purchased online to pick up in store or have shipped to you. And I know you want to lay a fat stack of cash down for your PlayStation. That is correct. And there's only uh 
there's only one sect of people that we can say fuck off in this whole ordeal. And who is that, Chris? Please Bots. tell me. No. Resellers. Scalpers. There, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Fucking scalpers. Yeah. They need to be scalped themselves. So let's go back a sec to the PS5 news. They did say this is their biggest launch. They did not, however, release numbers. But if you go back and look in 2013, former Sony president Andrew House said that more than 2.1 million PS4 consoles were sold in the first two weeks since launch. So we're probably looking at something roughly analogous to a sum of greater than 2.1 million PS5 sold since launch. Yeah, I- I googled it and it's on Games Radar. They put up between 2.1 and 2.5 million. Yeah, All yeah, that's people. a lot of units need, already moving. We as a people need to hold fast here. Do not buy from scalpers. Make them pay for their fuckery. Well, I don't disagree with you. One PS5 on eBay. And if you know one, go punch them right in the dick. It's one of the problems we've been running into is I moderate an Xbox subreddit and the scalpers just keep trying to post, look at all the PlayStations I've got, DM me for details. And every time we see it, we remove it. But evidently, uh, at least on the Xbox side of the house, the scalpers overbought because people yeah. aren't buying Give as much on the address. secondary market. Give me their address. I'll go punch them in the dick myself. I mean, he's right though. Willie's right. The scalpers are ridiculous this time around. And uh, and what's even worse is all the folks that were, because of the pandemic, doing everything online, didn't really put protections in there to keep the scalpers from running a script bot to basically just purchase everything yeah. as soon as it showed up. That's why I was pleasantly surprised when I heard about people's experiences with Best Buy Online yesterday, where they put processes in place that slowed the scalper bots down. That's good. Yeah, there is a hell of a lot of PS5s on eBay right now, and it's sad because a lot of them have a lot of bids on them. What are they if you about are a grand scalper, each right now? If you uh, I mean, yeah, there's yourself. some as low as uh, six eighty. That one that was one that six eighty has eight bids, and these are all digital editions, so no disc edition. The cheaper version. There's one that's eight hundred and ninety that has twenty three bids. There's one that's got nine hundred and fifty that's got twenty five bids. Yeah, there's plenty of people bidding on them too. So that's that's the really sad thing. So yeah, these these scalpers are going to get paid. I just had a funny thought. Uh, I'm guessing none of you have seen this movie called I Saw the Devil. It's a great one of the it's the greatest South Korean film I've ever seen. And in it, the main protagonist he finds somebody and he takes a hammer to their erect dick. Yeah, hammer Hi-ya. side. Yeah, hammer side, not the picking side. Still, Ow. he deserved and it. That's not Gross. much better. Gross. And those scalpers fucking deserve it too. That's true. I'll agree with that. Hey, uh, just so you know, uh, Liberty Dude in the chat room said if you want a PS5, he has a check from Nigeria that he needs help getting cashed. So you can help well, I'll help you cash that. I like being nice. I'll help yeah. you cash it. And Bill Gates is also giving away free money again. He's got a chip for me. He said he's going to send me. Mm-hmm. Put in my head. Yeah, no, that's Elon. Six 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 on her. That's Elon shit. that's going to put the chips in our head. No, it's Bill Gates mm. too. That's that's the thing. Trust me. I'll no, get one for Elon's legitimately talking about putting chips in people's heads. Damn. People are accusing yep. Bill Gates of wanting to do that as part of his. I'm all right with that. Stuff. Fucking put 5G in my head. What the fuck do I care? <laughs> put it directly in my head because it causes the coronavirus. Well, this 5G towers over hey, here really, ruining the world. Really, that 5G'd be faster than your hillbilly dial-up. That's true. You know, Chris, it's hard <laughs> to hear you with that dick in your mouth. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Don't you dare take my joke from me. <laughs> what? Willie, you sound real muffled. I will muffle your goddamn face. Uh-oh. Now it's getting violent. Oh, oh he's going to choke me out with a pillow. 
being a real McMurray right now. You're a McMurray. You don't even know what that means. I don't care, but it must be an insult if you're calling me that. <laughs> it McMurray, is. McMurray's the piece of shit. It's like Trash Panda. Is that better? Mm, it's so much worse. So much worse. <laughs> so, hold the faith. If you're still trying to find a next-gen console, they are coming up in fits and spurts right now. They're not in huge quanti- huge quantities, excuse me, but you can find them. And if you're someone who is still looking... You can use like the BrickSeek bots and things like that to see when they're in stock at local stores. But the best way I've found to find out when things go available online, we've talked about this Twitter account before on this show. Follow at Wario64 on Twitter. Anytime there's a video game sale or availability of these consoles, he's been tweeting about it fairly quickly so that people are able to go and acquire them. Eh, I always want to wait till like the third or fourth version anyways. I'll get one in fucking June. Mm-hmm. Give me a nice digital version in June. I already got fucking Just miles space. to keep me busy until then. I'm fine. I don't need one. I'm a little curious. Have any of you played any of the Yakuza games? I mm-hmm. downloaded one of them because it's on Game Pass, but I haven't started it yet. Because I was interested in it. I've never played any of them. I heard the new Yakuza is yeah. really good, but I haven't played it nope. even before. Yeah, it looks so. like it plays like a RPG. Yeah. There was one on the PS like, Plus that um, was free for us like last month, I think. And oh, I yeah. added that to my library, but I haven't right. played it yet. Uh, but uh, no, it looks like it plays like um, oh god, what's that Star Wars one that came out on the Xbox that Kotor? everyone fucking like? Nice, yeah, Kotor. It looks yeah. like it plays kind of like Kotor, mm. where like you know everyone runs in place and it's kind of like you're. I'm not sure. So I've only seen a little bit, so I don't know much. about I will it. let I you guys know by next week because there's the rest. there's like four different Yakuza games that were on Game Pass, and I downloaded what appeared to be the first in that series. I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. Okay. And the one I'm talking about, I think, plays differently than the rest. I'm not sure. I never really played them, so I don't know the, really their game styles. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, if you, if you check your library, Willie, I'm sure it was either last oh, month or the month before. I know we got one that was a Yakuza game. I know I added it to my library. I hadn't downloaded it, but I know we have one. And I know you grab those every month. So yeah, you have to have at least one Yakuza game in there. Although I did miss one, I think, over the summer. And I was a little angry because I missed the baseball game. I was like, no. I just kind of wouldn't mind playing MLB The Show. You could, if good. you want to play a baseball game, you got to go PlayStation. That's the only place to get them anymore. Really? There's no b- baseball games on Xbox? Nope. Nope. So, or at least no MLB. No the MLB. Least. There's a deal between MLB and Sony. Ah, so Sony is like the official licensee of Major League Baseball? Yeah, yeah. MLB, the show, is the only one that comes out. It used to wow. be there was also like an EA MVP baseball game that wasn't terrible. Like This is taking us back to like when I was in college, so we're talking like middle 2000s right now that was actually really good and i don't think they've made it since like 2008 2009 at this point in time and uh, since we are talking about this a little bit i will say i think those are better than the whole madden exclusivity rights because at least they're actually putting out good games and not pulling features out and then putting them back in saying hey look (laughs) it's better this year he's not wrong (laughs) because fuck you madden yeah. Or EA, who are no, no. the fuck? John Madden's the man. Madden football oh, yeah, game I mean, each year yeah. is trash. I don't know about if he's yeah. the man or he not. He was still the coach of the dirtiest team in football. I mean, the fact he's they still won a one Super of the Bowl best broadcasters of all time about football. Broadcast that I love. What? He's also the man. He's also the man behind the turducken. Okay, he says some <laughs> weird shit. Okay. Oh, that's true. He is not the best of all time. Arguably, you could say Bob Costas is probably the best sports announcer slash commentator of all time. Yeah. Um. No. I would have to say Howard Cosell. That's fair. It's just because that movie better better uh, was it a uh, Better Off Dead, the John Cusack movie. That movie was great. 
I think it was like uh, he always raced with these two um, uh, brothers. One of them didn't know any English. One of them learned it from watching Howard Cosell. Nice. <laughs> nice. That was the best. So that oh, does better off dead. Great movie. That does wrap up my news in regards to next gen consoles. Let's toss things over to Mr. Bachman. Ah, uh, we finally got some good news. Uh, you know, it's always good when a, a game company finally listens to their community. And one of the saddest fucking things about Dead by Daylight and their four years of coming out is that the they're like the horror game. They're like the biggest horror game on the internet. And we've had games like Apex and Overwatch have better Halloween events. And everybody's been like, what the fuck? Why is there not like a month-long Halloween event every year for Dead by Daylight? This, you know, the scary game, the horror game, the game that has actual jump scares in it. And so we got an update this week where Dead by Daylight has announced an advent calendar, but along with it, some very important news. So what the update says is that the season, uh, seasons of giving is upon us for Dead by Daylight. We're going to celebrate the holiday and end of 2020 together with free cosmetics and currencies. Awesome. Free stuff in games, always good. And so it says, uh, let's spoil some of it right now. Get ready for updates to the Ugly Sweater Collection for all the characters that they own and some of the IP characters as well. Uh, the devs in Dead by Daylight created a uh, set of ugly sweaters. And so most of the characters in game have ugly sweaters you can wear, which is just, they're ridiculous, but like they're perfectly good for the holidays. They're funny as hell. Uh, Bill from um, uh, Left for Dead actually has an ugly Christmas sweater that's based on Vietnam. It has like a Huey chopper on it and like the, the hand from Left for Dead on it. It's a ridiculously great sweater. But it says uh, they're also changing things up a bit with future events and Dead by Daylight. How will it work? Most days between December 1st until January 3rd, we will provide players with currency upon logging into Dead by Daylight. And on top of that, a handful of cosmetic rewards will be available via redeem codes. Codes can be used only during these specified time periods. Make sure to check back here every Monday at 11 for full information on what rewards are available that week. Codes will be available via the in-game news on Monday. So basically, every Monday for the month of December, you log in. You're going to get codes for sweaters and stuff, and you're going to get in-game currency. So awesome. They're giving you a reason to actually log in and play the game every day from December 1st to January 3rd. So a weekly advent calendar. I don't think that's no, how that's supposed to work. Daily currency, weekly okay. codes. Okay. Oh, yeah. codes? Are we really doing this again? Yeah, they're doing codes because that way if you don't redeem them, redeem them, that's on you. And they're going to be timed just like the ones were for the last Halloween event where if it's uh, good for 24 hours or 48 hours or a week, if you don't use it during the specific time, the code you know dies and it's no longer going to get it. Okay. So yeah, they're adding to the other question. But this is the important part. For future events news, if you were around for previous winter events in 2017 and 2018, you may notice a slight difference in the advent calendar from those previous events. There's a reason for this. We'd like to talk about it a bit. Going forward, we will be contributing more efforts towards our anniversary and Halloween-related events. Thank These are God. our largest events, and we are, we love to bring the community together and really celebrate Dead by Daylight as a family. Beyond those two, others will be treated more as celebrations. We will still be celebrating winter, Lunar New Year, etc. We'll be taking new approaches to them to better define and focus our efforts on those larger ones, this means you won't see special event gameplay mechanics or earnable cosmetics for these celebrations, but will continue to see activations such as login rewards, blood web items, themed assets. Uh. It's always been weird that Dead by Daylight, there were years where they put, it seemed like they put more effort into the Lunar New Year costumes and cosmetics than they did Halloween. It's like it's the one holiday that should be the most celebrated in Dead by Daylight. So, yeah, they're going to pull back on some of the other celebrations, but the good thing is, is that supposedly going forward, I mean, maybe it won't be a month long thing, but Halloween should actually be a focused celebratory event 
So Halloween and the anniversary event are going to be the big holidays in Dead by Daylight. So yeah, it's something that I know as part of the community and on the forums and on the Reddit, it's something we've complained about forever. I mean, when it comes up to like the 23rd of October and there's nothing going on in Dead by Daylight, like the week before Halloween, like what the fuck? It's the horror game. Like there's still more people streaming that, I think, than any horror game out there. Maybe more than uh, Phasmagoria, but like just came out and is really popular at the moment. But yeah, it's it's... You know, like Apex shouldn't have a better Halloween event than Dead by Daylight. Overwatch should not have a better Halloween event than Dead by Daylight. And so it looks like they're finally hearing all of that feedback and doing something about it. So, yeah, thank God. We might actually have a really, really good anniversary event coming up for the five-year anniversary and hopefully a kick-ass Halloween event next year. Because, yeah, this year's Halloween event was so bad that they basically had to throw in, what was it, like 12 days worth of free shit on top of it? Because people were mad because it was like, hey, look, it's a bunch of costumes you can buy. It was literally nothing for free, nothing in game changed. Like, yeah, people were pissed. Like, the Halloween event this year was just crap. It was nothing. So they're saying they're also beefing up their anniversary stuff along with the Halloween. I thought their four-year anniversary was pretty well done. Yeah, the four-year anniversary is good. It says that they're going forward, so so they're not going to go so hard on the winter celebration or on the Lunar New Year. But the, they're going to pick two events and then the focus on those two. So it's going to be anniversary and Halloween. Those are going to be the two events every year that they put the most effort in. So basically it means that like for half the year they'll be planning the Halloween event and the other half of the year they'll be planning and working on the anniversary event. And then for Christmas, for New Year's, for Lunar New Year, for anything like that, we're going to get you know much smaller little self-contained things where – you know, you get celebrity poppers in the blood web, you know, winter party streamers, stuff like that. Poppers. But well, yeah, when they had the, the firecrackers, but you're not going to get like the, you're not going to get like a full crazy in-game UI change plus items, plus a big event. You're not going to get that for every celebration anymore, but we should be seeing that for basically every Halloween and anniversary going forward. It'll be a focused targeted event that the devs are really going to work on, but yeah, I'd rather have them work really hard on two events then have, you know, six events during the year where it's like, oh, they're all lackluster and they're all kind of blah. Yeah, go hard on fucking two, and especially Halloween. Dead by Daylight should be fucking celebrating Halloween from October 1st to November 1st. They should be going from the start of October to the Day of the Dead. That game should go hard every year for fucking Halloween, and there's no reason they shouldn't. But yeah, that that was the the big, big news. And then, yeah, the two little things. There was uh, oh. a celebratory thing that I saw uh, for uh, uh, Disney's Bob Iger put up on their Twitter, which is kind of cool. If you watch the uh, Black Panther today on Disney+, Plus, they did a redo of the credits intro for Black Panther with all Chadwick Boseman in it, the same way they did for Stan Lee when he died for um, uh, Captain Marvel. And they're doing it because uh, today would have been Chavik Bozeman's 44th birthday. So in celebration of you know the, the, the great actor that we just lost. And then also today, we heard from Mark Hamill and the Star Wars family that we lost David Prowse. Uh, Darth Vader himself has passed away. So the, probably the most iconic villain in cinema history. I mean, I don't know if anybody can be more iconic than the man in black. Like... David Prowse was the dude on set and, you know, also sadly, probably the most, uh, the most fucked up ADR job of all time where he made it all the way to the theater without knowing that, uh, it wasn't going to be his voice in the movie apparently. And all of a sudden James Earl Jones, voice came out of the, the suit that he would been wearing, which, you know, kind of sucks. 
But yeah, I mean, it was still like, you know, he did the conventions. He was always proud of the work as Vader. He was the guy on set. And yeah, one of the, one of the, all the, the other pictures I saw earlier was awesome is that, you know, him and Alec Guinness showed us the very first lightsaber duel. Like this was the guy, the first time ever someone pulled a lightsaber and attacked somebody, it was David Prowse and Alec Guinness. So, I mean, he, he, he's definitely locked in for a legacy in, you know, film history that no one will ever beat. And yeah, he was fucking Vader, man. I will say I did hear a funny joke where he was pissed off uh, during uh, after uh, Empire Strikes Back came out because only uh, pretty much only Lucas, uh, um, Mark Hamill, and James Earl Jones knew the twist at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. It was basically yeah. nobody knew it. I guess Luke didn't even know it until the day they filmed it. Yeah. Right. The, the line he said was, "No, I killed your father." Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, that was what Mark Hamill was told. To react well, Mark Hamill was told what the line actually was, so he could react to what it should be. But on set, David Prowse said, "No, I killed your father." No, but yeah, you know, kind of, kind of shitty. No, but, it was know, no so. Obi Wan killed your father. I think is what it was. Oh, it was, it was Obi Wan? It was Obi Wan because Darth Vader always betrayed and murdered Anakin Skywalker from a certain point of view. Yeah, <laughs> from yeah. my point of view, and, and apparently, yeah, I didn't know he was a. Uh, was it from Mark Hamill's tweet? He was uh, he got the the member of the order of the British Empire was a three time British weightlifting champion. Dude was and yeah one of the yeah one of the pictures of him like yeah big as just big as a brick shit house. But apparently he was also the their safety icon for the Green Cross Code Band. And so apparently he just did a bunch of stuff for uh, like going to schools and talking to kids about safety, which that's just awesome. Like the fact that you know the uh, you know. What we, you know, in America, we see him as one of the, you know, the greatest villains ever on cinema. And then, yeah, one of the people, uh, where was it? Uh, I found this awesome tweet from, uh, at Wolverine Bruise. As a kid, we always knew that if we didn't use the green cross code when we cross roads, then Darth Vader would not be pleased, which would no doubt, which no doubt greatly improved road safety. So, like, the, the, like the kids in their country, like, paid attention to road safety because it was Darth Vader telling them about it. That's fucking awesome. I mean, who, who knows how many little kids didn't get hit, you know, crossing the street by a car because they were listening to fucking David Prowse. Yeah. That's great. That's an awesome thing to be proud of. Darth yeah. Vader stopped jaywalking. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Darth Vader stopped, stopped jaywalking. Yeah. Well, how, 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 cool it was, was interesting. I think it was uh, John Barrowman's some of the effect that David Prowse helped him do his training for getting his uh, superhero bod, for lack of a better term, as Jack Harkness, assuming I read it correctly. Like, he trained with David Prowse to get better in shape and things like that assuming i read the tweet correctly which i think i did but i can't find it at the moment i was just scrolling trying to find it so i thought that was kind of cool yeah that's awesome yeah you know a a big loss to the film community on it you know uh you know phil saffer's family and his actual you know real life friends but yeah you know dude dude lived a life you know made it into his 80s it's not like he was you know like he was young but yeah definitely definitely a huge loss and yeah Mm -hmm. what a badass he was fucking darth vader so I just saw a Star Wars joke yesterday, and it made me laugh. It's uh, when uh, Obi Wan was talking to uh, Padme. He's like, "Is Anakin the father?" And then, uh, and of course, Padme goes, "What if I told you Misa been a bad girl?" Oh! No. <laughs> I laughed and I laughed, and it was just Obi Wan just looking at her like, "What?" That's awful. Well, I mean, Jar Jar is not dead yet. I don't think in the uh, in canon. Oh no! Is he going to show up on the Mandalorian? He could still show he up. Fucking better not. He's going to show up on the Mandalorian. Oh, they've been bringing shit back. I like it. I don't even know what the fuck it means, but hell, I like it. 
I love. I never that. saw any of those cartoons. I got all caught up. I so, fucking love that. Show. Willie, are you caught up on the Mandalorian? Now, uh, yes, and I have one big question. All right, was so that, wait, wait, before, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Before you ask your question, just in case anyone wants to hop off, we are going to talk about the Mandalorian, which oh. dropped on Friday. Some, so beware. Well, what I, my question has nothing spoilers. to do with spoilers. Okay, fair nothing enough. to do. With, uh, was that the last episode, or are there more coming out? There are three yeah, no, more episodes more. left this season. Because it says on when I clicked when I opened up the Disney app, it said all episodes streaming. I was like, wait, are they saying that that's well, it? That's yeah. all, all, all episodes that are released so far are streaming. All right. It's the yeah. wording that really yes. got me as well. Yeah. yeah, crappy wording. But no, it's episode five of season two. So it's um, episode 13, I think, total. Yeah, there are three more. There are three more episodes left this season. I hope so. And then I think it was either Christmas Eve or Christmas. They are starting the next round of the Disney gallery, like conversations with the directors and stuff like yeah. that. Season two, which will be awesome. And uh, also, are we getting Wanda and Vision in January? Is that what it I saw? It got pushed back to January yep. now. Okay. So, but, yeah, there we go. So Something next who, month. who was spoiled on uh, Mandalorian first thing Friday by just scrolling through Twitter because assholes put shit up? Like, you should know better than to go on Twitter hour. before you watch it. Uh, not me because I don't uh, look on Twitter. And also, I wouldn't know a spoiler if I saw one, apparently. Yeah. I did because I saw the actress in full makeup that <laughs> I didn't want to see until I watched a goddamn episode. Well, I mean... All it right. was called so the Jedi, and now. they had just name dropped her. We knew she. Was oh no! Show I mean, up. I knew exactly who it was going to be. I knew who the actress was. I just didn't want to actually see yeah. the images of it. Like motherfuckers were tra- well, putting screenshots on Twitter like an hour after it came out. It's like, come all the right. fuck on. Another Willie question. Uh, since we're getting spoilers, everyone warned. Who is that actress? Because I think I have an idea about it's Rosario sure. Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Okay. Shit. I thought it was someone different. <laughs> yeah, Gail from Sin City and uh, Becky yeah, from Burks too. I know who that is. I just thought it was Aisha Tyler because <laughs> no. the face, it looks like similar in the face because all that makeup, I mean, the process, it kind of, you know, it's kind of hidden and it kind of looks similar to Aisha Tyler's like face, her, her, you know, her skull structure. Don't you fucking look at me like that. Like I'm a racist, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> With all that makeup, it looked similar. If you say so, Willie. I thought it looked exactly like Rosario Dawson, but that's also because I knew it was Rosario well, Dawson. Back so. now, yeah. I mean, if you didn't, have, I, I, I didn't know. Did she also voice the character? I'm guessing in no. the show. No. Who voiced the character in the show? Ashley that Eckstein. Is, that yeah, was Ashley from. Eckstein. That is from like. Uh, that was Anakin's Padawan. That was Anakin's apprentice. Yeah. yeah, apprentice. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing something. I never watched him, but I know seeing like you know little tidbits of it, like you know. So yeah, and basically familiar. the one really fully trained non-Jedi in the Star Wars universe that's still running around with lightsabers kicking people's asses. And so she's still alive after all the movies. So the original trilogy. if you had seen Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, that's pretty much yeah. where her story is outlined. At the end of Clone Wars, she basically leaves the Jedi Order because she gets accused of a terrorist attack. The Jedi don't side with her. And in the end, yeah. she proves her innocence and then realizes that she can't trust them if they're not yeah. going to. And then yanks off her Padawan bead, hands it to Yoda and says, fuck off, eat a dick, Jedi Council, and walks. And then and- in Star Wars Rebels, she is a, uh, a, a point of contact that goes by the name of Codename Fulker. And we don't know who that is until I think it's the end of season mm-hmm. one. It reveals that Ahsoka Tano is working for the Rebel Alliance. And then as Rebels develops, she gets into a duel with Darth Vader and then we don't know what happens to her until like the second to last episode of Rebels. Um, and uh, the bad guy, were they ever in the uh, in the show? The bad guy from this episode of Clone Wars yeah. was not in Rebels or Clone Wars that I Cause, know. 
it seemed like there was a history I was supposed to know about. However, comma, Bo-Katan, who we met a week ago or two weeks ago, was in Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Clone Wars. Which one was Bo-Katan? Uh, the Mandalorian uh, general. Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff. Oh, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah where she did the voice in yeah, Clone kind of Wars and that's then got why to do the live action version. That's yeah, why I asked about different. the voice if it was the same yeah. person. Nope. But yeah, it was something where like literally like as soon as um Ahsoka Tano became like a really popular character at the start of Clone Wars, like really early on, maybe even the first year, I think Rosario Dawson popped up somewhere online saying that like that's a character she would like to play in live action if the character ever came to. So it was one of those things where like really early on she was a huge fan of the character and said that she would want to play her. And there are rumors that it's going to lead to a spinoff, potentially a live action spinoff of Rebels basically continuing the story. And her reveal of asking where to find um, the the other woman's master, we all assumed it was going to be Moff Gideon, something like that. She goes, yeah. tell me where Grand Admiral <laughs> Thrawn is. And anyone who watched Rebels uh, went, hell yes, because Grand Admiral Thrawn yep. and Ezra Bridger, who was a young Jedi, vanish at the end of Star Wars Rebels. Uh, it wasn't Thrawn also from like uh, Extended Universe books too? He is, yes. but that is no in longer name canon. Only. In name only? So a lot of the characterization of Grand Admiral Thrawn, Dave Filoni took and put into Star Wars Rebels. So a lot of what was in the books and things like that and how that character acted, yep. he then took a lot of that as inspiration for the character in Rebels. So there while was the a trilogy book, of books, right? There was a three. There was a trilogy. And it was supposed I, to be like the the sequel trilogy, right? In the, in the extended universe. Yeah. And then there yeah. was also a, a Hand of Thrawn duology that they did later. And there are new Grand Admiral Thrawn books that are canon. That is the yeah. story of his origin. That is the story of how he came to Palpatine's notice. How he became one yeah, of Palpatine's I, best admirals. Uh, I think I had the first ten of those, and yeah, it's got yeah. Thrawn's origin in the new Star Wars comics from Marvel, and they're great. They're fucking gorgeously written books. So, all Liberty, right, let me test my uh, let Liberty me test Dude my, is asking in the ahead. chat room real quick: if one only uses the movies, where is Mandalorian fall in the timeline? So, Mandalorian, I believe, is nine After years post of Battle of Yavin, which is four or five oh, years post Return of Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so yeah, after Episode Four, but before Episode Five, what I think is when Mandalore falls. Mean no, no, no. This space. is six. It's after. Oh, is it six? I thought it was after four. This is after Return of the Jedi. The yeah, Empire's fallen. Yeah, because Boba Fett, remember? Yeah, the Empire's fallen. The New Republic. The very in place. first episode. Yeah, the Mandalorian is, fa- is four or five years yeah. post Return of the Jedi. Yeah, because Boba Fett's armor and all that from the very first episode of the second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, so um, let me see if I remember this because I never read the books. Think I only heard about it. Didn't Thrawn also get like um, the Skywalker children, like the twins or something? Or don't they have kids or something? And he like converts them or something to the Sith. Am I remembering something about that correctly? No, not that I remember. Not that I, I ever read. Fuck you, brain. <laughs> and, and no, uh, <laughs> Liberty you, dude. Darth Vader's not alive. This takes place after Return of the Jedi, so Darth Vader has died. Uh, yeah, no, and I read that wrong. I I read that as the fall of Mandalore, not to where is oh, the Mandalorian sorry. fall in the timeline. I was like, no, that yeah, the Mandal- Mandalore fell earlier. Yes. But yeah, that because yeah, we see that during Clone Wars. And then during Rebels. And then during Rebels, yeah, we get responses to it. Yeah, yeah. Mandalorian, yeah, is, yeah, after episode five before episode six. No, Which no, say, yeah, yeah. After remnants. episode six before episode seven. And the one oh, no, who after, has because yeah, you have every you have remnants of the Empire, but it's not in full power anymore. Mm-hmm. And the one who has the black lightsaber is Moff Gideon. That is yeah, the dark saber. All right. Was he ever in the shows? Brand new character. 
All right, just, yeah. just however, curious. the dark saber features very prominently oh, yeah, I remember throughout that. Rebels and Clone that. Wars. Yes, I just wasn't sure if he was ever showing up before. Gotcha. So if you have Disney Plus, it's well worth going back, and you don't have to necessarily watch all of Rebels and all of Clone Wars. There are a few different guides that people put out there. It's like, hey, here's the essential episodes to watch of these series to get all the Mandalorian backstory and a good chunk of Ahsoka's backstory as well. Well, as of right now, no. The only reason I have uh, Disney Plus right this moment is the same reason a lot of other people do, is to watch The Mandalorian, because that's what 75% of uh, the the people who watch Disney Plus is watching. I think I yes. saw something. It's a very high. 25% is Hamilton? Until this come or until December, when they apparently, from what I've been told, they're going to release the greatest Disney Movie of all time. Please don't say Song of the South. Please don't say Song of the South. Please don't say Song of the South. Please say Song of the South. Please say Song of the South. No, I'm not going to. No, 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 no. Of course not, because they're never going to release that. You should know that. That's the one thing that's never coming out of the Disney vault. Never existed. Well, and the Star Wars holiday special is never coming out either. Yeah, they're probably fighting at Disney though. Yeah, that's not Disney's fault. They didn't uh, make yeah. that. Piece. Oh, yeah. And also, a little side <laughs> tangent before I say what the greatest movie is. No, do not watch that holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special. It is boring. It's not even funny boring where you can make fun of it. It's just boring. The new Lego Save one yourself. is very cute. Me and the girlfriend sat down and watched the new Lego Christmas special. It's cute. Like, it's very right. cute. It's very kitty. It's fun. The greatest Disney movie of all time. Oh, let's hear this shit. Sky High. Oh, you're not wrong. Thank you. I like you hear that, that Bachman? Chris agreed. I don't know if it's the great. I don't know if it's the greatest of all time, but it's really uh, good. Said it wrong. Sky High. I mean, you got oh, you got I Kurt love Russell Sky High. There. I own Sky High, but still, you got Kevin Heffernan in there. Robin guys, Hood, man. You got Bruce Campbell in there. You got a couple guys from uh, Hood, Gets in the Hall. John Hop Dude Four. You have a uh, fucking uh, what was it, Linda Carter in there? Yeah, it's so fucking good. Sidekick. I have it on Blu-ray already. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's great. But honestly, I still, Robin Hood, the original cartoon Robin Hood is my favorite Disney of all time. It beats. Everything. I mean, you're not wrong uh, in that, how great uh, it is. Yeah, it came Plug out it, right before the bad times of Disney where those direct to video sequels, the king sucking his thumb like, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's before just good. the dark times before yeah. the empire. <laughs> For the dark time. I mean, those were some dark times. Those direct-to-video <laughs> sequels were, oh, they're so bad. Yeah. So if you get the chance and you've enjoyed what you've seen in Mandalorian, learning about the characters and the fact that you find out Mando's basically an occult, uh, go back and rewatch some classic episodes of Rebels and uh, Clone Wars, and you'll really enjoy yourself. Should I watch it, Chris? Yeah. I, I, how, how, how do you uh, – should I really watch it, Chris? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know what, Chris? I'll watch that when you watch Fifth Element. You're going to watch all of Clone Wars and all of Rebels when I watch Fifth Element. If that's what it takes, Chris, I will fucking do it. For you, Chris. For you. Okay. This is for your benefit. Okay. Because you need this is your this is your type of movie. All right, really Willie. So, so here's the deal I'll like make it. you. Is I've got like a week or two until I go on my uh my month-long vacation, because I have a ton of user-lose vacation. I will watch Fifth Element when I go on my uh, super-long vacation. If this is what it takes, Chris, I'll take the hit on so, this. So how are you going to ensure that I've watched it? Do I need to call you while I watch it so that you can no, watch no, me watching No, I'll ask it? you some questions. Okay, so you're going to quiz me after the fact to ensure that well, I've watched it. I guess it if that's the way you want to put it. I mean, sure. I mean, 
I mean, I'm just gonna ask you some, you know, key questions. Like, what about the? Uh, okay. I mean, I think you'll you'll probably rewatch this movie again afterwards. I think you would yeah. like it. This is your type of movie, Chris. If this is what it takes for you to watch something you would enjoy, then yes, yeah. I will put up with it. So you all heard it here. If Go I watch Fifth Element, it. Willie is going to watch Rebels and Clone Wars. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> As definitely, oh. I mean, time-wise, that is not a good bargain. But I mean, you're both gonna enjoy shit, so yeah. yeah so wrong with what's that. gonna take? So Willie, just so wow. you know, there's seven seasons of Clone Wars and four of Rebels. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's Clone eleven Wars are gonna seasons. Take you a while, but I'll tell I'll tell you one thing, Willie, you're gonna like Ezra Bridger. Can He's I start with ass. Rebels first? Is that all right? You can start with Rebels if you want. You can, but it'll make it make less sense because you'll be watching it back directly tied together or something. Yes. Not uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. They're when it comes to the Mandalorians that, and to uh, yeah. one Darth Maul, everything comes out of Clone Wars for that. Basically, yeah. If you uh, don't know the Clone Wars information about the Mandalorians and Darth Maul, it will. If you watch Rebels first, you're not going to learn anything in Clone Wars. All right, so I have to watch the Clone Wars, which is that one movie, and then the Rebels. You can show. skip the oh, movie. Gotcha. You can skip the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm like the Tarkis. Tartakov's movie, but no, yeah, no, no, not that movie. That doesn't exist as canon technically, but the animated Tartikov. direct to the animated movie they did to kick off the series. Oh, you don't yeah. necessarily have to watch. It's Tartikov. all about. Isn't that the guy that did Samurai, Samurai Jack? Jack? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he did that name War. sounds so familiar. He did yeah, two he did volumes Clone of Clone Wars. Wars cartoons. Holy shit! Yeah, don't you mention it? Yeah, the artwork is yeah. very similar. Holy shit! I never thought of that. How do I remember Tartakov as Samurai Jack? Because it's the one name that goes with Samurai Jack that everybody remembers. No, no, that's uh, Mak- Mak- Mako, aka the one who is Aku. I was gonna say Philomar <laughs> is is the one name that everybody remembers. <laughs> well, no, no Ma- Mako, who is also Uncle Iroh, who is also yeah. in that great uh, Chuck Norris movie, uh, Sidekicks. Sidekick. What's in that? Eh, won't kill him. Yeah, Mako, 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 Mako. Okay. Oh my God! The little fucking yeah, that guy was boy song. Oh my God! Tears. Oh, that whole story with the Avatar. Mm. Oh, that's such a sad scene. Tales from Bossing Say, greatest episode that ever was. So we are now uh, back to spoiler. No spoilers for Mandalorian. Just in case anyone was waiting for okay. the stuff in the chat room to know they could. There come is back. no war in Bossing Say. That being said, it is also time for us to start shutting things down. But before we do that. We have one last segment for you all who are watching live or listening at a later date. It's a little bit called What I'm Into. Our chance to share with you guys just what kind of geeky and or nerdy news we've been getting, not news, nerdy things <laughs> we've been getting into. So that maybe, just maybe, you might want to check them out yourself. Uh, I'll kick things off, which is I've been playing video games and then I also bought Star Wars Squadrons because it was down to 16 bucks on Black Friday and started playing that a little bit. Kind of fun. Mm. I've been enjoying it. Can you alter the way you accelerate your planes? Can you change the configuration on your controller? I hate the way it's set up to where like one of I the joysticks so. is acceleration. I assume so. I haven't tried. I I think I'd read. I think we had this conversation. I looked online and found that you could change your control settings. Yeah, it said you could, but it doesn't mean that you can do it to where I don't know. I just I want normal, just normal controls. You want more of an arcade kind of feel versus a flight sim kind yeah. of feel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know how well that works. And for those that are wondering what we're talking about, um, in Star Wars Squadrons, at least on an Xbox, I presume would be the same on PS4, PS5. The left stick, when you move forward or back, is your throttle. If you move it left or right, that's basically your barrel roll 
and then your right stick forward back is up and down and left and right is to actually bank left or right so you do a lot of uh manipulation you do most of your maneuvering with the right stick and the left stick's your throttle yeah see and i i, I i've tried playing like that on one of the star wars games and it fucking drives me crazy and yeah, there are I some. A, I need a button that's my accelerate, and another button that's the brake. There are I don't some want folks it on the stick. that have actually done some really <laughs> cool stuff, and I haven't bought one yet. But folks that have three D printed attachments for controllers and stuff yeah. that basically allow you to have your own flight stick that mounts on your controller. And they did say, I believe, for both the Xbox and PlayStation versions of the game, obviously it worked for PC. You could plug in a USB flight control stick, and then even a throttle assembly, and that stuff should work on consoles. As, you know, that cool. would be kind of cool. Have an actual throttle and a fucking and a, a joystick with buttons on it. And if you are in the PS4 slash PS5 world, you can play it in VR. Yep. It is a VR game and on PC, excuse me, also VR playable. So that and you can tell when you start playing the game that a lot of it's built in to be VR based. Because when you're like sitting in the hangar waiting to go and uh, go to your briefing, you have to thumbstick just around and all it does is change your field of view like you're looking around with a helmet on to go to a briefing yeah. room or to go to your craft, uh, things like that. Caveat, if you want to play on the PS5 in VR, you have to uh, order the adapter for free. They'll send you, you for free, the adapter for the camera, for the PS4 camera. The PS5 camera will not work with the VR. Yes. So and <laughs> I will mention, and this is not me trying to take a shot at PSVR or anything like that, people have complained online that the PSVR experience is not as good because the uh, image quality isn't really great in the headwear compared to what you'd have in some of the new VR gear you have on PC. So huh. they were saying I've when you're trying opposite. when you're trying to find ships that are like in the distance as you're looking out your cockpit, it's a bit harder because the resolution's not great. So you just got smudges that huh. you're looking further out at. Like I said, I've heard of the opposite, but I'll take your word because I haven't per- firsthand tried it. So I haven't either. I'll this is just what I had read from some folks on Reddit and some folks on some tech blogs and stuff is that the PS4 VR experience is fun, but if you really want to play it in VR, you want to play with the newer equipment you would get on the PC side of the house. Because remember the PS PSVR hardware is what? Three years old at this point in time. Um, no, it was four years. Four, it came out okay. in 2016. Yeah. So the equipment's a bit <laughs> older and most of the stuff you're seeing out there now for PCs is much newer. So it would make sense that you'd have better quality uh, screens, for lack of a better term, in front of your eyes there. I'm sure we have at least another three years before they come out with PSVR 2. Probably. <clears throat> I mean, the real question is, based off of the sales they saw for PSVR on the PS4, do they imagine it's worth it going forward? Um, usually, um, people who get Sony's like brand like stuff, they will buy games. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the Vita. That was the big thing with the Vita. The attachment rate of games for people who did own a Vita was very high, like the highest out of any sure. console or handheld anywhere. So so more my thought was, I don't know how much money they're making on the hardware. And in terms of the quantity of games that are coming out, there's not as many and they tend to be slightly cheaper than the regular PlayStation games. So I don't know cost benefit yeah. wise whether if Sony it's would worth make it the to decision make new to hardware. say we should make new hardware because we're going to make. This is arbitrary, 3% profit. I don't know what that actually is. But if they're not making a bunch of money on it, what's the point? Yeah, and if necessary, I mean, maybe they just repackage the already the the first set of PSVR and just put another name on it, make a white coating of paint, and call it the PC, PlayStation 5 version and, without having to reinvest for new tech. And full disclosure, I think VR is a gimmick. And 90% of the time, I think it's fun for the first few minutes. And you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm done with it. 
Uh, if it, if I had the second version of it, I would probably be using it a lot more because um, the first version does not have the HDR pass through. Okay. Yeah, that's the problem. The second version does because uh, it takes because it means I have to unplug the HDMI cable, plug it back in, plug it all on the front side. If it wasn't for mm. that, then it would be a lot more easier for me to use it. I'd probably be using it more. That okay. sounds kind of annoying. Yeah, it's fair. But that's just because I had the first generation of it, the early adopter. Yeah. Yeah, there's two there's two versions currently out right now, I believe, like you were saying. I'd, I'd read a little bit on it when I saw PS4, when I saw PSVR was on sale on Slick Deals, and I sort of considered it. And I went, I don't know that I would ever really use this much, and it would be a pain in the ass to have to constantly run the wires in and out of my entertainment uh, center. So I just didn't do it. Oh, uh, I think I have a ghost at my place. Sweet. Mm, why do you say uh, that? Because my keys are where they shouldn't be. Why are my keys all the way over there? <laughs> I was visiting you this morning, Willie. This is just a green screen behind me. Because that's where Pablo put them. My keys over there. There's a fucking ghost here. Jesus. Yeah, Pablo. How did they get over there? I don't know. I never go over there. Uh, some other stuff <laughs> that I've been getting into. Spent a little bit of money on Black Friday. I bought Sonic the Hedgehog on 4K Blu-ray for like 8 bucks because I wanted to see it. Okay, the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, movie. How'd you like it? I haven't watched it yet. It's still sitting. I just oh. came in the mail like two days ago, though, too. It's a fun, good movie. It's not yeah. like, just don't be like, think it's going to be like a fucking blockbuster. Yeah, that's it's fair. A good movie. It's just a good, fun movie. And then, you uh, get Cyclops running around. Trying to clean up my entertainment center a little bit. I haven't gotten all of them in yet, but I placed some orders, some shops on Etsy that 3D print different controller stands and stuff like that so that I can, you know, mm. kind of set my controllers out a little bit better instead of just <gasps> stacking them all up on the, uh, fireplace mantle. So, those should be coming today, which will have my stands for my PlayStation 4 controller, my wireless GameCube controller, and then a new stand for my uh, Nintendo Switch so that instead of it being straight up and down, it'll basically, it's printed out so that it'll hold it at an angle. So you just slide your Switch into the base that way, push it forward instead of dropping into it, which I'm kind of intrigued to do. It actually saves me some space. I just had a thought since uh, it goes back to Sonic, though. Sonic is the is the crossover movie we always wanted. X Men versus the Mask. <laughs> okay, it sort of is. It sort of is. I like that one. Um, trying to think of some other stuff to get into. I bought a couple books on the Kindle store. I haven't had a chance to start reading them yet. One was uh, J. Michael Straczynski's autobiography called Becoming Superman. For those that aren't aware, he wrote Superman for a long time. In addition to Marvel Comics, Spider Man, Thor, he was the uh, showrunner and developed off Babylon Five. He's an incredibly talented writer. And I'm pretty curious just to go back and read his backstory, read the story of how he sold Babylon 5 to the networks and things like that. And I guess he does address the fact that DS9 kind of rips him off in its early seasons in here, too. So I'm curious <laughs> to see how that turns out. I haven't had a chance to read it yet or start it yet. And I'm sort of tempted, but I'm kind of really going to wait until it gets cheaper. Ready Player One is not a great book or not a great movie, but it is a fun book and a fun movie. It's a popcorn flick by its very nature and a popcorn book. The sequel just dropped, I think, Wednesday of last week, Ready Player Two by Ernest Klein. And you'll see a lot of people on the internet dunking on it because, like I said, it's not like it's some literary masterpiece. It, it's just a fun book, but people like to dunk on it. And you're actually seeing DMCA takedowns on pages of the book that people are making fun of on Twitter, which is interesting. But I'm curious to see where they go with it. And so when it goes on sale, I'll probably pick up Ready Player Two and mm. give it a read. Like I said... 
The first one. I do love that movie. It's so yeah. such an enjoyable, fun movie to just watch. It's just fun. It's not necessarily. Yeah. It's not like it's a book that's going to change your life forever. It's a book you read and go, "Hey, that was fun," and you move on to something else. And for some reason, some people just can't put themselves in the mindset of the book doesn't have to be the best thing <laughs> well, ever. You just have fun well, reading it and move on. And it's a book that people read and go, well, this will never be a fucking movie. It's got way too many characters in it. And Steven Spielberg went, eh, maybe. Well, and to be (laughs) fair, if you've read the book compared to the movie, the book is far more 80s centric. And the Mm. movie is more 80s, 90s, and modern day. Because, like, that final battle has got stuff from, like, fandoms that are new, like Halo and stuff like that in it. Gundam. And Gundam and things Spawn. like that. And Serenity shows <laughs> up in there and stuff like that. So, yeah, Chucky. <laughs> yeah, just just one thing to keep in mind there is that if you enjoyed the Overwatch. first one, go check out the second one. Have fun with it, but don't go in there expecting it's going to be some great masterpiece that changes your life because that's not yeah. what it was supposed to be. It's just supposed to be fun. I bought the first book. I haven't read it yet, though. Yeah, I enjoyed the book, and I thought it told the story a bit better than the movie. The movie was fun to watch just because of the spectacle of it. It's just a yeah. fun movie. It's a movie that you don't walk out of and be like, oh my God, I have to watch that again to understand what went on. You go, hey, I might want to watch that again yeah. to see what things I missed in it from other fandoms. There's a distinction. Yeah, that movie's got a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> Let's see other stuff. Cooked Thanksgiving turkey, stuff like that. Well, it's more just a turkey breast. Probably going to watch some football today, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens to your Denver Broncos there, Bachman, that don't yeah. have a quarterback on the roster because they're all in COVID quarantine. <laughs> Who, who needs a quarterback, right? I mean, evidently, the only thing I know that's going to happen to my team is we're going to keep losing. That's that's what I know this season. Evidently, they have taken Dear a guy God. off the practice squad and he'll be starting today. So I don't know how well he's going to know the playbook, anything like that. And one of your <laughs> running backs was the emergency quarterback who might get some snaps too. So it'll, it'll be a shit point, show. At this point, our kicker might start throwing the ball. Anything's up for grabs yeah. at this. The fucking water boy might make it on the field. I, I'm it's just Denver curious to see what everything. happens. Yeah, but that's what I've been getting into. That's what I plan on getting into is playing some more video games. I like I mentioned, I did download one of the Yakuza games off of uh, Game Pass to give it a try. And I've been dabbling Star Wars Squadrons, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And I might pick up uh, Watch Dogs Legion again. I don't think we had a show since this happened, but I started up Watch Dogs Legion about a week and a half ago. And when I started it, it showed me my current mission. And I went, wait, I did this mission already. And it was a recruitment mission. So I started looking. I'm like, well, I'm missing like four recruits. I spent hours trying to find that were of a high skill set. And like my story mission is a mission that I did hours ago. So I do some Googling and some Reddit searching and find out that there's a bug in Watch Dogs Legion on both the Xbox and PlayStation, both current and next gen versions, where it just sometimes spontaneously corrupts your save at a certain point and throws you back to an earlier instance of it. So I lost somewhere oh, between six to eight hours of progress I had made in Watch Dogs Legion. And there was no ETA on when that was going to get patched to be fixed. So I went, fuck this. I'm not going to play this game again right now just to redo everything I'd done. So I hadn't picked it up since then. And there was a patch that I saw was downloaded on my Xbox a couple days ago, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I need to do some Google searching and see if that fixes the save save game corruption issue. Because if it doesn't, I'm not going to play it again. And why this is problematic is me as the user... I have no option to hit like start, save game, choose a save slot. It's constantly auto-saving in the background. And that's how it handles things is it just auto-saves anytime you do something. And Mm. somehow it corrupted that save and threw me back to a save that was six or eight hours old. And I just, no, I'm not going to go down that path right now because I was enjoying it. It's a repetitive game at times, but 
to lose that much progress with no way to recover it. No, yeah, that I'm out. Sucks. That was Yikes. annoying. Fun game. It's just if you can't keep playing your game properly. And some people had said that anytime you're going to quit, if you hit start and then quit the game, it forces it to save and be in a proper state and won't lose your save game. So that was a theory. Mm. Others have been saying it's a problem when it loses connection to the Ubisoft servers, which I don't know why that's a problem because until they put their multiplayer aspect in, who gives a shit if you're connected to Ubisoft servers? There's, there's some glitch that may or may not be fixed though that was eating people's save games. Yeah, that definitely sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the ones where that does the constant auto saving, but then you have the ability to go into the menu, manually save, and then quit the game. Evidently, they're patching that into the PC version where you'll be able to manually choose to save. Which made me go, why would you not put that on the PlayStation 4 slash 5 and the Xboxes? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, so yeah, if you're going to add a save option, everybody should have it. Yeah, and I will say this, it looks pretty as hell when they put out the optimized patches for the Xbox Series X version with the ray tracing enabled and stuff like that. Like, you walk by puddles and stuff at night and you, like, see your reflections and you see, like, light beams bouncing out of there and stuff. Ray tracing, it's pretty freaking cool. It's awesome. Yep. Well, that's what I've been getting into. Bitchy games are taking a big step up. Yeah, that's what I've been getting into. Uh, Mr. Willie D. Nelson, what you been getting into, sir? Uh, I've been rewatching Doom Patrol with the buddy who's been coming over. Uh, we just finished up season one, about to head into season two, and that's still highly recommended show. Not as highly recommended as Letterkenny, but of course, you know what is. <laughs> Uh, been playing some more Dead by Daylight, some more Among Us. Um, what else have I been playing? Played some Friday the 13th last night. Yep, still a boring game. Going taking in little quick spurts. How does that work <laughs> now that they've changed how the servers work? Did you notice any difference there? Uh, not really. It's peer-to-peer now instead of, um, uh, dedicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, it was all right. Don't really see a problem with, uh, connection issues or okay. anything like that. Uh... What else have I been doing? Uh, definitely been rewatching some more Letterkenny. Saw the uh, new trailer, like the song in the trailer. Put it on my playlist because I mean, why not? Uh, would definitely also have to recommend a uh, another song that is called. It's right here. Oh, oh. Oxygen, the Gemini remix by Hadouken. That was also from that. Uh, YouTube has sent me down a weird rabbit hole. It happens. Uh, yeah. Uh, or it showed up in my recommendations. These weird uh, computer-generated colored balls doing different things, like a race or or a battle type thing. It's weird. But what really got me was the, uh, the music that was going on in the background kind of fit with what was going on. I was like, okay, okay. But I think they use the same song for every single one of the videos. <laughs> And it was, it was a good song. I put it on my playlist, too. Uh, yeah, it was a weird rabbit hole. It's just something to put on in the background. It's just something going on. Nice music and nice and colorful and specular. Uh, yeah, next. I'm done. Bachman, wrap things up for us. What you been getting into, man? Uh, See, so yeah, I went to uh, the Girlfriends for our first uh, annual uh, Thanksgiving together. Just uh, me, her, and her kid. It was awesome. She did the first time she's cooked a turkey at home, and it turned out fucking great. We were actually really shocked. Like, it, you know, just everything turned out good. Like, carved the bird, didn't have much of a problem. All the, the you know, mashed potatoes, corn, the stuffing was all great. It was an awesome night. And then, yeah, we've been um, we've been earning it because we've been doing a, a weekly challenge, doing uh, push-ups daily. 
So it's been fun working on that. And then um, one of the big things I've been getting into is uh, congratulating Sean Pryor because Ignition episode or issue number two uh, did pass the $4,000 pledge goal as of yesterday. It's now sitting at $4,228. So it's way past the pledge goal. There's seven hours left. So uh, I'll pass it on from Sean. A huge thank you to everybody that, you know, backed it, retweeted it, got other eyes on it and helped. Because, yeah, he was he was really stoked yesterday that it was coming down to the deadline and it was really close and it finally passed the goal. So ignition number two will be coming to uh, coming to my mailbox soon. Uh, so that was awesome to see. I've been reading through a bunch of digital stuff on Comixology. I've been going through the the Jeff Lemire uh, Animal Man books. I think I'm on the third volume of those, uh, which is all of the where well, they did the introduction of the red, where it's the red, the green, and the rot, and there's a big war between the three. So like the green is all things nature, and their champion is uh, the swamp thing, and then uh, the red is where Buddy Baker actually has his access to the animal kingdom. So it's all things flesh, all humans, all mammals, all creatures are connected to the the red. And then, yeah, they're fighting uh, the third element, which is the rot, which, you know, destroys and kills stuff and just decay and has to exist. But it's a world where um, Anton Arcane is the avatar of the rot and is, like, basically taking over the planet. So it was really creepy. And then, actually, I started working on um, – I picked up the Bill and Ted Omnibus a while ago. So I'm a good chunk of the way into that. But, like, it's it's a thick-ass book. It's going to take a while to get through. But, yeah, Boom Studios did this one. And I picked it up, I think, for half price at Captain Comics. So – Got me a, a whole lot of Bill and Ted to get through. And then, yeah, I had a, a delivery from Amazon, which I just I had to laugh the other day because a whole bunch of really cool stuff happened. I had a job interview that went really well, and I got some couple of uh, some emails and some other stuff that went really well. And then a package I ordered showed up, and sadly, the envelope had a hole in it, and they basically delivered me an empty envelope. I've been there so, before. Yeah. Had, had to report for the first fun. time to Amazon. Technically, I got the package. But there's nothing in the package. So, yeah, I already got a refund last night. Just, I, I had a good laugh about that. And then, yeah, I was watching a bunch of stuff. Uh, we fu- we finished the Queen's Gambit. Watched all eight episodes of that. Um, sent, just fantastic. Fantastically well-written show. Uh, they, I would say they stuck the landing. Like, as you're getting down to the end, you're kind of expecting what's going to happen. They threw a little bit of a twist just to make it to where, like, it's not a full-on Disney ending. But at the same time, like you really don't want anything like awful to happen to the character at the end of the story. And they did a really good job just kind of wrapping it up. And yeah, like it's it's uh it's like uh, inspired uh me and the girlfriend went and bought Chess Ultra on the PlayStation Network. And so I've been going through tutorials and like reteaching myself how to how to play chess. And we're gonna start playing that you know against each other every once in a while. Um and yeah, I mean, chess was always something I was interested in, but I've never been great at it. And so yeah, it actually like that show made me like want to you know like relearn chess and you know actually give it a shot again so we've been uh looking at that and yeah like the chess ultra was on sale for the black friday thing for like like four or five bucks like it was super cheap and like it's a it's an awesome looking chess program so like if you don't have a chess program and you want to give that a look like that's one to go check out on the playstation network um the chess.com app on my apple ipad was also free so i downloaded that so i've just been doing tutorials trying to teach myself how to play chess because i was never great at it but like i'm you know it's kind of sparked interest again so yeah, watching that, and then um, uh, we'll see the other one. But yeah, I kind of uh, I I took the week off from streaming, so I kind of eased up on the Dead by Daylight and uh, Apex. Uh, just kind of giving myself a little bit of a break because I know starting next week, uh, both are doing their Christmas events. 
So we got the advent calendar for Dead by Daylight, where it's a daily login. So I'll basically be logging in every day to Dead by Daylight. And Apex is bringing back their holiday event and the hollow the the holiday bus or the holiday tram, whatever it is, with Mirage. So it'll be you know, playing Capture the Train again. And they showed on their video like there's a ton of new um, Christmas and holiday themed skins for the Apex Legends. So I know I'm going to be playing a hell out, the hell out of both of those games. So I kind of eased up on it this week. And then um, my uh, my Hulu account that I, well, the one I have access to, um, that person did a free trial for HBO Max. And so I got to watch The Watchmen. And the Watchmen series is so much better than the movie. It's so well written. I can see why it is that when um, when like Damon Lindelof was like, no, I have an idea. And it's one season of television and it'll work perfectly. Like it is a perfect self-contained story that it it's fits so intricately into the Watchmen universe of the comic and is so well done that like it it's one of the best additions to a story I've ever seen that literally takes nothing away from the original and only improves it. And I mean Jeremy Irons in it is awesome. Lou Gossett Jr. is awesome. And then um god damn it, I can't think of her name, but the lead who plays uh, Sister Knight is just fucking fantastic. Uh, look at IMDb real quick. Uh, Re- Regina King, I think, is her name. I think so. Yeah, but she's so so fucking good in it. And just yeah, the the actors in that series just nail it. It's it's so well done. Like I I like the movie basically because visually Zack Snyder makes good looking movies. The things they changed in the movie that didn't really need to be changed, like eh whatever. Everybody tries to put their stamp on this, but the TV series, like it does such an amazing job of adding to the world without taking anything away i just loved it but then yeah um my friend is extending their they didn't finish uh they didn't get finished caught up with game of thrones like they planned on so they're extending their hbo max for a month so i'm gonna go finally watch all of silicon valley this week and then i'm probably gonna watch ballers and then i'm probably gonna watch westworld and then depending on her report, I'll decide whether or not to watch the last season of Game of Thrones. Because I'm up to the second to last season of Game of Thrones, and right now I'm happy with Game of Thrones. So I'm not sure if I really want to watch the ending. Yeah, just stop. Yeah, because as bad as everybody says it is, like people were so pissed. And then, yeah, also Hulu put up uh, the fourth season of uh, Rick and Morty. So I kind of got all caught up on my Rick and Morty episodes, and yeah, that, that show is still just pure joy. I love the hell out of it. That fourth season's got some great shit in it. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm looking forward to the next, what, six years of Rick and Morty that we got coming, six more seasons, because they did the, the seven-season you know, uh, contract with uh, Dan Harmon. So, yeah, bring me another 70 episodes of Rick and Morty. I'm ready for it. I fucking love that show. Yeah, watching a bunch of stuff, playing a bunch of games, and, yeah, reading some books. I'm staying busy. And then, yeah, I actually had a job interview this week that went pretty well. Nice. So, sadly, I might miss out on some of this reading and video game stuff because I, I might get a get called and told I have a job next week. What a terrible problem to have. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Especially after all the problems I've had with fucking Idaho's unemployment, which the labor department here sucks ass. They fucked everything up. At one point, I basically went five weeks without unemployment, trying to get my unemployment extended, which was then granted without any backdating. Thanks a lot, you fucks. Yeah, so it's been shitty. And yeah, I honestly, I'm really sick of not having a job at this point. It's (laughs) awful. So yeah, I'm I'm really hoping one of those comes through. But yeah, I had a couple of good interviews over the last two weeks, so it's been it's been looking up. And well, yeah, th- things are going well. And yeah, there's still more stuff coming. So we got plenty of stuff to read and watch, and it's awesome. Awesome. On that note, though, oh, thanks, Liberty, dude. 
I think we are about to shut this thing down. Before we shut things down, anyone have any uh, final thoughts for us? I think Willie already shut down. Fuck Willie's, you, Skype. Willie asleep. <laughs> I ain't sleep shit. Fuck you, Skype. <laughs> so, friendly Fuck reminder. You. Dead we, like that deer. We do stream this show live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live. That is the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. If you're looking for more live content, Scroll down to the bottom of that page right now. You'll see a calendar of all of our upcoming live events. I do believe the next live program is tomorrow, November 30th at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time, the official GunnaGeek.com show. But that's all I got, though. You guys got anything besides Willie's ongoing distaste for Skype? Anything? Nope, just fuck Skype. That's what we're all here for. Fuck Skype. Fuck Skype, indeed. Yeah, can't you <laughs> tell by the look of my face on the camera? Exactly. They can tell very well how angry you are face of Willie fucking Skype. on camera. On that note, we are getting out of here. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us, and we will see you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern to 9 a.m. Central over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.